Hello, everybody. I'm Katie. Who is this chick? I don't know. So, Eric wanted me to share some of my testimony. Um, I don't know why, because it was out of the blue, but I will accept the challenge. <laughs> um, so, if you guys don't know, I actually moved out here from Denver uh, about six months ago, actually. And so, that in itself has been kind of a long story. But basically, I would say that the journey I've been on recently is the journey of unbecoming. What I mean by that is just unbecoming things that aren't really me so that I can live in the freedom of who I really am and who God made me to be. Um, and so, I mean, it would really start, I moved out here from Denver, uh, like I said, six months ago, and two years before that was really in a dark season of my life. Um, I grew up in the church, but I really walked away from God. I was studying the world of philosophy and really saw God as this tyrant and believed into these lies about God that I thought God wanted our lives to be boring. And um, so I kind of thought, well, if God, I'm going to go do my own thing over here. And so, you know, just really lived a really dark life for about two years. And it was about a year ago today uh, that, you know, I had a wake-up call. I was out St. Patty's Day weekend and was out with my buddies and, you know, getting all trashed up and thought it would be a good idea to, like, climb a rail and somehow fall 15 feet and landed about, landed on glass. And so I have, like, nasty scars on my leg. Uh, the glass cut right through four tendons, so my foot is just dropping. Um, and at this point, you know, I had to go to the ER, had to go get surgery. And, of course, I was angry at God because it's like, God, of course you would. <laughs> you don't want me to have fun. Okay. And so the doctor, you know, of course, came back with the MRI results and said that I needed to have surgery. And as the doctor is explaining, because I kept trying to want to get out of surgery, uh, the doctor said, well, you don't have to have the surgery, but, you know, what would happen is the scar tissue would build itself between the tendons, and you could be fine, you could walk around, but one, you couldn't perform the way you were made to perform, and then two, if I was to go on a hike and trip and snap that scar tissue, I would be worse off than where I was before. So as the doctor is telling me that, really, it was as if God was talking to me saying, I'm going to do a surgery on you and clean out that scar tissue, clean out all the pain and all the confusion that you've tried to hide from, and let's clean that out and really reattach your heart. And so like, okay, fine, I don't really have a choice. So, you know, and just had to go through the surgery, go through the cast, and during that time, just like, okay, God, you know, if you want to change me, you're going to have to change me, because live, growing up in the church, growing up in that you change yourself, that if you do X, you know, you'll get healing. If you do X, you'll get close to God. If you read these books, you'll become whole and happy. And just really, it never helped, because I would always resort back to the pain and the confusion that was always there to begin with. So as I'm going through the cast and like, okay, God, you're going to have to be the one to change me. What was also hard was, you know, because the friends I was around kept doing the same things. I was not in a good community at all. And so it was really hard to break some old habits by being surrounded by what I thought was friends. But what I realized, it really wasn't friends because they weren't looking out for my life and they weren't looking out for my heart or my growth. Um, so it really wasn't friendship. It really wasn't community. 
So at that time, you know, again, about last year, this time, uh, my sister and I, we were joking. She lived out here at the time of why not live with each other or live near each other because we could. So I thought, okay, well, why not? And then the next step of God saying, uh, I have something for you in California. Come to California. Like, uh, okay, sure. And at this point, coming out of a season of seeing God as a tyrant, I was very I did not trust God at all. Um, didn't see him as being good. Didn't see him as him having his, my best interest at his heart. And so just like, okay, God, if you want me to California, you're going to have to make it happen. And yeah, one thing after another, uh, the job completely opened on its own, word of mouth. And I get a call randomly one day saying, hey, we want you out in California. We hear you looking. We want you out here. It's like, Okay. Um, Paid my way, got out here, and it was as if God gave me a way out of just kind of the darkness I was in. It was just this metaphor, I mean, looking back at this past season of like me walking out of darkness into life and light. And so as I came out here, you know, got plugged in with Epic Life and being surrounded by a community, it really helps. And a lot of what I've been learning this last six months has been a journey, like I said, of unbecoming. Didn't realize how much fear ruled my life. I was afraid of people. Uh, I was afraid of what people thought um, and afraid of little things. Like, you know, because of my fall, I would be afraid to go climbing for fear of falling or afraid of a handstand for fear of falling. So fear ruled my life. And because I... That would help. <laughs> Why, thank you. Because I let fear rule my life, especially in my relationships to people, I hid. Um, I lived my life in fractions of myself. So for this person over here, I would be funny. For this person over here, I would be tough. So living my life in fractions of myself, but never fully allowing me to be fully me. And so part of that is because not accepting God's love for me, for myself in reality, like you always hear, okay, God loves me, great, I don't love myself, and really wrestling with that. Um, and what I've really come to is, I think because I wasn't willing to accept God's grace and believe that he's good. And in that, as I let these seeds of truth just kind of sink in of, uh, one, his consistency of always coming through and providing, one, the community, providing just the whole time through this change to California, I mean, the cornerstone of trust is consistency. And so seeing that, it's like help, has helped me trust him more and see that his heart is good. Also, seeing that his heart for me is to be alive. Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. It's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Uh, you know, and when I first came out here, I had to wrestle with the lie that God wanted my life to be boring. And then, but you look at the heroes of the Bible, and you look at Noah, you look at Daniel, you know, those are adventurous people hanging out in the lion's den, randomly building an ark before a flood. You know, that's pretty exciting things and realize that the typical stereotype Christian that we see a lot of times in mainstream, like just today, that live in the safe box, I truly believe that that's not really what Jesus called us to. Jesus called us to live a radical life, and a life that follows the Spirit, which is going to be unpredictable sometimes, and it's going to be challenging. So in this, you know, really learning that, wow, 
God wants me to live a life full of life and passion and seeing also like, okay, God, how have you wired me? Because obviously I'm trying to know myself and you wired me a certain way. Okay, I'm knowing myself and, um, and he teaches you how you're wired because in reality he created you specifically for a hole that only you can fill. And in that, you cannot fulfill that hole, that void that only you can fill if you live in fear. Because fear keeps you from living who you are. And so that's what I, the thing I think I've overcome these last six months is really overcoming fear. And it's a daily, I mean, it's a daily struggle, but there's been a huge difference from before when I first came here and just, again, really scared of people, scared of what people thought, uh, living my life in fractions of myself, always hiding and what I've also realized is true intimacy um, and true connection with people, you can't hide. You know, that's the thing, is true, living an authentic life, you can't hide. And only can you have true connection, you know, if you have, if you're living in authenticity. And so really realizing, okay, I've got to own who I am and all that I am. And it's like, okay, God, here I am. Um, this is all me, all the mess, all the struggles. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. And so I was like, okay, well, hi, here I am. And in that, you just realize that you're being known. Because that's another part of intimacy that I've learned is not only is it about knowing other people, um, and I always put the responsibility on other people that, oh, they should know me. They should reach out and get to know me. But the other part of that, of connection, is that to allow yourself to be known. Uh, of who you really are and all that you are. Um, and that's the beauty of true community is to feel safe to just live who you are and to have those people around you to love on you exactly with where you're at. And I, I would honestly say that has been the biggest part of my journey along just with what Jesus has been teaching me, but living in community that um, God has spoken truth through people around me in my life today and learning to trust not only God again, but also people around me. And so... Um, just overcoming fear has been my biggest thing these last few months, and now it's kind of like, hey, this is me. And in that, you know, when you live fully with who you are and all that you are, and you realize that you're loved, um, you shine. Because again, only you, no one can be you better than you. So, okay, I'm going to feel and be me. And you're going to be that light because we are all image bearers. And this is what I've learned recently is, okay, we are each an image bearer. That means I reflect a piece of God because he, I'm a piece of who he's made me to be. He put a piece of himself in all of us. And the only way we can like reflect him is by being all that we are without fear. Because in that, then we just shine because we reflect who he is in us. So that's been my kind of journey these last few months is um, the picture I get for the last six months is that uh, when I was kind of in Denver and in darkness, I was in these chains. And as I started walking towards the light, it's like I'm pulling against those chains. I'm pushing against fear. And that fear snaps off. And you kind of look back and you realize that those chains were really made of plastic and weren't really real. And that it's like, oh, that really has no power over me. So the more you push against fear, the more you realize it's just an illusion. And so the more like power you have, because we have the power of Christ within us. So, ta-da! <laughs> Thank you.